You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the Yes, not by power, nor is it by mind, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It's not by power. So today on Motivated by Faith Monday, this segment, Faith in this segment, we are going through 10, 10 beautiful, unique reminders that God can, that God can. And you know what? It is always the pleasure of your Lord and Savior to remind you, to remind you that He's in control, that He can. He said to his disciple, have faith in God, have faith in God. And when the disciples saw his mighty word, he said to him, Lord, increase our faith. When they heard his someone, he said, Lord, increase our faith. And of course, uh, it, is his, it is his desire, it is his utmost desire to increase your faith, to help your faith. Indeed, his Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. So let's begin. You know that scripture so well, you know that scripture so well, Zechariah 4, 6. When the Lord said to his prophet, the Lord said to his prophet Zechariah, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by power, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, by my spirit, says the Lord. That's the word that the Lord gave to Prophet Zechariah, telling him to give that word to, to Zerubbabel. And who was Zerubbabel? You know him. Now, the Jewish people that had gone into exile in Babylon, of course, exile predicted, prophesied, brought about in fact by, by the Lord God Almighty himself because of the sin of his people. They had been in exile in Babylon and the Lord himself, himself, uh, with the help of no one, raised up King Cyrus of Persia uh, to allow a number of people in exile to go back to Jerusalem. And um, by historical account, about 50,000 of them returned to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple under Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel had been appointed as the governor of Jerusalem. Of course, the work was challenging the work was challenging. He had that work before him to rebuild the temple, to, to bring people together, uh, to move men and resources. He had that task to move men and resources uh, for the purpose of that great project. And who was ministering at that time? At that time, it was Zechariah, a prophet and priest of Israel, who was ministering for the Lord. And he received his several visions from the Lord at that time. In one of those visions, God said to Zechariah, said to Zechariah, listen to this. This is the word of the Lord Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And I want to say to you this morning that this is the word that the Lord has given to his Holy Spirit to give to you uh, this day. So just put your name there. Just put your name there and say, this is the word of the Lord to me. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord, the Lord God of all. And so today we are going to look at 10 reminders that God can, God can. Because Zerubbabel must have looked at the 
task before him. He must have looked at the task before him and the challenge, of course, of bringing together, as I said earlier on, men and resources. Uh, some of those men um, not interested in building the temple. Some of them lazy. Some of them, uh, as always, as always, perhaps wanting uh, to take the front role. Uh, some of them wanting to collude with the enemy. Uh, some of them just uh, wanting to bring down the project. And then the resources as well. Uh, it must it must count always on the on the favor of the king of Persia. It must count uh, that resources will come. And of course, uh, if you read the Bible, from you, you realize that the construction of the temple itself had been stopped from opposition from neighbors. It had been stopped at a while. But the Lord appeared to Zechariah and said, go and tell Zerubbabel. Go and tell Zerubbabel that it is not by his power, it is not by his might, but by my spirit. But my spirit, if you look at might, the word might in Zechariah 4 verse 6, uh, you find that in, in some translations and, and when you look at it direct from Greek, you find that that might is usually translated as army, as ability, as efficiency. So it's not by force, not by the strength of your hand. No, 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 but by my spirit, by my spirit. So that the child of God this morning on Motivate by Faith Monday, this is the word of God to you. God can, God can, and you know what? He can do it not by your might, not by my power, not by your power, but you know what? But by by my spirit. And, and I'll remind you, i remind you of, of, of another scripture from Hosea 1.7. I don't know if you know that scripture. Such a beautiful one from Hosea 1.7. From Hosea 1.7. Do you know that scripture? Hosea 1.7 from the New Living Translation. It says, But I will show love to the people of Judah. I will free them from their enemies, not with weapons and armies or horses and charioteers, but by my power as the Lord their God. As the Lord their God. And again, I say to you, just put your name there. This is what the Lord is saying to you today. But I will show love to the people of Judah. I will show love to you. He's mentioning your name. The Holy Spirit is mentioning your name right now. I will show what? I will show love to you. I will show love to you. I will free you from your enemies, not with weapons and armies or horses or charioteers, but by my power as the Lord your God. That's what the Holy Spirit is saying to you today. And I pray that you will receive it by faith. I pray you receive it by faith. I pray you will claim it. You will claim it with all your heart and say, Lord, I hear you. Lord, I hear you. Lord, I believe you. Lord, I hear you. Lord, I believe you. That is the response of faith. That's the response of faith. The response of faith is, Lord, I hear and Lord, I believe. Lord, I hear and Lord, I believe. I will show love. I will show love to the people of Judah. I will free them from their enemies, not with weapons and armies or horses and charioteers, but by my power as the Lord their God. That's victory in Jesus. Be reminded of that. That's victory in Jesus.
a victory to us every new day. Oh, victory in Jesus. God can. God can. God can. Ten reminders that God can. And I'm going to start with the first one. From Daniel 6.27. Daniel 6.27. Do you know what it, what, what it says? Daniel 6.27. But before we even read that, let, let's talk about it. You've had it before. Right? And so that's a conspiracy, a conspiracy against Daniel. And some of his fellow appointees into the cabinet, into the government of King Darius had gone to King Darius and said to him, Look, that this man, that this man, he would not, he would not bow down to the image he made. You remember, it was these, these conspirators who uh, made the king uh, to, to institute that image in itself, knowing that Daniel... Daniel, God's child, God's faithful servant, would never, would never bow to a graven image because he was a devotee of the Lord of Heaven. So they went to Daniel and said, "Look, this man that you have promoted so well, that you lost so well, he is flouting your orders." And of course, uh, Daniel was not moved. He continued to pray as he would, and you know that story. The king had made a decree. He had made a decree that anyone who would not bow to that image would be put to death. And so uh, the proverbial, the proverbial language, the hands of the king were tied. His, uh, his hands were tied, uh, so to say. His hands were tied, and Daniel was thrown into uh, the den of lion. You know what? Den of hungry, hungry lions. Amazing thing happened, as you know so well. As you know so well, uh, the next day, he was thrown into the den of lion, and his stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own signet, of course, expecting that Daniel would be, uh, would be killed, would be mauled and devoured by the, by the lions. The king could not sleep. At the first light of dawn, the king got to abhor to the lions then. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguish for Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve, continually been able to rescue you from the lions? As your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you from the lions. I know what that child of God, that child of God, I pray in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, uh, that when people uh, see your sufferings, when they see your, your trials, and they say to themselves, oh, let's see if his God would rescue him. Let's see if his God will rescue him. I pray your answer will be the answer of Daniel in Daniel chapter 6, verse 21. I pray that will be your answer in the name of Jesus. Because Daniel answered the king and said, May the king live forever. May the king live forever. My God sent his angel and he shut the mouth of the lions. He shut the mouth of the lions. He shut the mouth of the lions. God can. God can. And this is number one reminder today, this morning, that God can. The child of God, God can. He can shut the mouth of lions. The lions of this world, I do not know what lions, uh, what lions are, are roaring, roaring at you, roaring at you, seeking who to devour. I don't know what hungry lions uh, are roaring, roaring at you. And of course, figurative in this sense could stand for Could stand for obligations that he cannot meet. Could stand from threats, threats from your creditors, threats from from the devil, threats from the from the paths of darkness, threats uh, from people uh, who who want to take advantage of you. But you know what? The Lord will shut the mouth of the lion so much so that it did not hurt him, that it did not hurt Daniel. The same God is as of old. 
is as of old. Is as of old. That same God is as of old. I know what He's going to do. He's going to shut the mouth of lions. Whether it be sickness, whether it be any disease, if there is a disease already ravaging your body or a disease that has been there forever, remember God can. God can. He shut the mouth of the lions uh, for for the sake of Daniel. The, the lion did not hurt him. And you know what? It's going to shut the mouth of lions on your account, on your account as well. And and of course, do not forget this. Do not forget that testimony that 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 Daniel gave in Daniel six twenty seven from twenty six. Daniel said, "For he is the living God." And not Daniel, the King Darius himself. When King Darius had listened to to Daniel's testimony, when King Darius saw that Daniel was indeed unhurt, Daniel replied in Daniel six twenty one. And then in Daniel six in Daniel six twenty six and twenty seven. This was the testimony of King Darius himself. And I pray in the name of Jesus that those who are looking out for your downfall, indeed, even those who are not looking for your downfall, but those who have been intrigued by your circumstances, who do not expect you to come out of that trouble, I pray they will soon discover that God can, that God can, that the God who saved Daniel from the mouth of the lions is still God. This is what King Darius said, 26 and 27 of chapter 6 of Daniel. For A is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. Listen to this verse 27. He rescues and saves. He performs signs and wonders in heavens and on earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. May that be the song that the world will sing. May that be what the world will say about you. They will say, oh, the Lord God Almighty, he rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Olufem Yogutokun. Put your name there from the power of the lions. That's my prayer for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I will sing of God's mercies every day, every hour, He gives me power. I will sing and give thanks to Him for all the dangers He has brought me out. It's my God and I will serve Him. No matter what the test, Trust and never doubt, Jesus will surely bring you out. He has never failed. He will never fail. God and I will serve him no matter what the test trust and never doubt Jesus will surely bring me out he's going to bring you out he has never failed that he's never failed and that's so true he has never failed there's no rest there's no record of his failure even when tragedy occurs even when it seems all is lost the Lord rescues he rescues and he saves 
And if the reminder about uh, his rescue of Daniel um, is not enough, be reminded also, be reminded also of his rescue of Jonah, Jonah from the belly of the fish. You know how Jonah got there? It was as a result of his own disobedience, his own disobedience, his own reluctance to obey the voice of the Lord God Almighty. And so Jonah found himself in the belly of the fish, trying to escape from the Lord. He found himself in the belly of the fish. And you know, there are times like that when we, even Christians, uh, find ourselves in trouble. Trouble from which we cannot extricate ourselves as a result of disobedience, as a result of sin. And in Jonah chapter 2, remember uh, the record we have from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. He said, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me, from deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help. And you listen to my cry. In my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. From the deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help. And you listen to my cry. I pray that will be your testimony as well. I pray God will, will show himself to you this week. Will, will increase your faith to call out to him in deep distress. Even if you find yourself in deep distress. If you find yourself uh, in what could be called the valley of the shadow of death. From the realm of the dead. I pray when you call out to him, you, you will summon the faith to call out to him. And that he will listen to your cry. That will be your testimony. You hold me into the dead, into the very heart of the seas. And the current swear about me, all your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. And I, I, and I, and I challenge you, I challenge you, dear child of God, even if, you, even if as a result of sin, as a result of wrongdoing, as a result of error, of which you have repented, if you have found yourself in trouble right now, don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Look again towards the Lord's holy temple. Uh, the same God who rescued and delivered Daniel because of his innocence is the same God who rescued and delivered Jonah because he's merciful. Because he's merciful. Daniel was innocent. And indeed, Daniel did say that. In Daniel he said, Look, because I was innocent, the Lord sent his angel to be with me. He shot the mouth of the lions. Jonah was not innocent. Jonah was guilty. Yet, the Lord God Almighty, merciful as he is, merciful as he is, merciful as he is, he rescued Jonah. And I pray he will rescue you as well. He will give you his Holy Spirit. He will convict you of your sin. And when you repent and cry out to him, he will rescue you. He will rescue you. When Jonah cried out to the Lord from inside the fish, uh, Jonah chapter 2 verse 10, this is the record we have. The Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. The Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. And that's my prayer for you today. That whoever is holding you captive, amen. Whoever is holding you captive, whatever is holding you captive today, whatever is holding you back, whoever is blocking your way, whatever is blocking your way, whether it be sickness, whether it be any weakness, whether it be any person, whether it be any circumstance, whether it be it be any law, whether it be any regulation, whether it be any challenge whatsoever, I pray the Lord will command uh, that obstacle and it will vomit, it, it will it will release you in the name of Jesus. You'll be released from whatever is holding you back in the name of Jesus. Daniel was innocent and the Lord helped him and, and rescued him from the mouth of the lions. Jonah was guilty and on account of mercy, for mercy's sake, the Lord rescued, uh, the Lord rescued, the Lord rescued him. I pray the Lord will rescue you as well and that when he, when he rescues you, you'll be reminded again, yes, that God can. God can. God can. Yes, God can. Listen, 
Pay full attention. God has something to say and he's saying it loud and clear. I pray you receive it by faith. He's saying it loud and clear. I can. It's not by power. It's not by mind, but by my spirit. To say, huh. God has something to say. Listen, listen, and pay full attention. For God has something to say. Some would say, And indeed, God has something to say. He's always speaking. He's always speaking. He's always speaking loud and clear through His voice of the Holy Spirit. And I pray that by faith you will accept Him. You will accept what He has said and appropriate it to yourself. And say, Yes, Lord, I receive your word this morning that you can. You can. Lord is reminding you, reminding me as well that yes, He can. And it's not going to be by your own might. It's not going to be by your own power. It's not going to be by the might of those uh, who surround you. Not the power of the powerful, but by His Holy Spirit. Uh, by His Holy Spirit. And I want to remind you, I want to remind you of uh, an account from Joshua chapter 2. Joshua chapter 2, that was a lady there, a lady not to be a prostitute, Rahab. Rahab, how could it have been that on the day that Jericho would be attacked, by the people of God, how could it have been that it was Rahab and her family, that prostitute, that, that, that woman, who must have thought herself of no consequence, of no consequence in Jericho, how could it have been that it was only her house and her family uh, that was spared from that destruction? But that is the way the Lord ordered it. That is the way the Lord ordered it. And you know what the Lord is saying to you today? Don't suppose in your heart that you have no consequence. Don't suppose in your heart that, oh, you are of no consequence in the kingdom of God. You have no name in your country. Maybe even no relevance in your family. Uh, perhaps no place of standing in your society or in a group. But you know what? You know what? If the Lord decides to look on you with favor, he's going to rescue you. He rescue, he's going to rescue you. He rescues anyone on whom he looks upon with favor. And that's what happened to Rehab. There's no other way to understand Joshua chapter 2. That's what happened to That's what happened to Rehab. That's what happened to Rehab. That's not that way to understand it. She lived in a house on the walls of Jericho. Of course, her house was well known because she was a prostitute. But you know what? When Joshua sent spies to Jericho, because the Lord had told them to go ahead and attack Jericho, and that the, that the walls of Jericho would fall and they would take the city, the spies found themselves by accident. It was not by, by design. They find themselves by accident in the house of Rahab. And you know what? Rahab, God looked into her heart. God saw in her heart respect and the worship of the Lord God Almighty. Because this is what Rahab said to them. Rahab said to them, I know, I know that your Lord God Almighty is God. That's what he said to them. So she took them in and agreed to hide them. But she gave them a condition saying to them, say, I'm going to hide you. I'm going to take you in. But promise me, promise me that when this invasion, when this invasion happens, she did not say if. She knew that they were the children of God. She had heard what the Lord had done for them, how the Lord had parted the Red Sea. And she believed, she believed, oh, that you believe as well. 
people that you believe as well. You see, uh, the fame of the children of Israel had preceded them. They knew about their power, so much so that in Jericho, they were so concerned that some spies, just two spies, had, uh, had infiltrated Jericho. They were so concerned because they knew the power behind the children of Israel. I know what? The fame of their God had preceded him into Jericho. And this woman, Rahab, had heard about the Lord God of Israel. So she took them in. And I pray that you also will believe. I pray you will believe. You will believe. You see, uh, I was writing somewhere um, last week and I was uh, passing commentary that, see, God is unique in his ways. We as human beings, we look at actions to judge the heart. You know what? We look at what people do to judge their actions. I mean, to judge their heart. We look at what people do and say, look, he's doing so well in church, therefore he must be a good person. But you know what? God looks at the heart to judge the actions. So sometimes you find somebody doing something worthwhile, something great, and it's not acceptable before God, for, because God looks at the heart. And this is what happened here as well. God looked at the heart of Rehab and saw in her heart true faith, true faith in the Lord God of heaven. Because she said, the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. God saw in her heart true faith in the Lord God of heaven. I know what happened. You know what happened? When the invasion uh, by the Israelites, when it happened, uh, she was spared, not only her, but her family as well. Don't say you have no consequence. Be, please do not say that. Do not say you have no consequence. Do not say that at all. Don't say you have no consequence. The Lord, when he looks into your heart and he sees faith, when he see, looks into your heart and he sees devotion, when he looks into your heart and he sees love and adoration of his power, he's going to rescue you. Is going to rescue you so much so, so much so that your name will be named among among the great. You'll be named among the great if it is his way. Look at Rahab, a mere prostitute in Jericho. Uh, now she's named among the great. She's named among the great. Go and look at the family tree of Jesus. Go and look at the family tree of Jesus. You cannot trace the family tree of our Lord without mentioning without mentioning the name of Rahab. Her life was transformed. She became a part of the family tree of Jesus. And that's what the Lord will make out of your life. God can. God can. So, uh, out of obscurity, out of obscurity, the Lord can. He can lift you up. Uh, the greatest mistake anyone can make in this world it is supposed that God cannot. That's the only word that must not be used in the same sentence as the name of God. Never say God can't. Never say God cannot. God can. God can. And this morning, His Holy Spirit is reminding you that He can. He can. He rescued Daniel on account of Daniel's innocence and for the glory of his, of his holy name. He rescued him from the mouth of lions. He shot the mouth of lions. He rescued Jonah. Jonah was guilty. He was sinful. He was disobedient. But to show his merciful kindness, he rescued Jonah. He rescued Rahab. Rahab the inconsequential. Rahab the prostitute. But he rescued her and she's now named among the great. And again, never say can't. Never say can't. Never say can't. When is the Lord? Never say cannot. I'll tell you about this man uh, in the city of the Gadarenes. Open your Bible to Mark 5. Mark 5, you'll find that account there. This man was possessed by demons. So many demons. So many demons that nobody could hold him down. He was living in the graveyard. Sometimes they would use chains to tie him, but the demons were so vicious that they would break the chains. 
is East was a hopeless case. Everybody knew him. They knew him as the man always at the symmetry area. The man who was mad. He must have considered him mad and crazy. He was possessed. But when the Lord, when he came uh, in contact with the Lord, when the Lord met him, you know the story. You know the story. The Lord delivered him. God can, God can, no matter how hopeless the situation, God can, God can. Never use can't in the same sentence with the name of the Lord God Almighty. That's the reminder to you this morning that God can, God can. He delivered that man by the city of the gatherings. Jesus, the rescuer. That's what somebody wrote. Did I say, but the rescuer, Jesus Christ, looked him in the eye and asked him his name. Of course, the man replied, uh, the demons were speaking, and the Lord rebuked the demons, he sent them out. So much so that afterwards, when people found that man sitting at the feet of Jesus, he was dressed, he was in his right mind. They became afraid. The people were not possessed. The people in their right mind became afraid, saying, wow, who is this? Who is this? Who can deliver? God delivers. He rescues. He delivered Daniel from the mouth of the lions. He will deliver you in the name of Jesus. He will shut the mouth of the lions on, on your account. He delivered Jonah from the belly of the fish. I mean, the Lord will deliver you from, from wherever you find yourself right now on account of your errors and mistakes. And so this will make you, will convict you. And when you repent, when you call out to him, he will rescue you. He rescued Rehab from obscurity. From obscurity, he rescued Rehab and promoted promoted her, promoted her, gave her a name among the great. May that be your lot in Jesus' name. He rescued that demon-possessed man in Mark 5 by the city of the gatherings. He rescued him. He rescued him. This was a hopeless case. This was a hopeless case. I pray, I pray that if you are in any hopeless situation today, you'll be rescued so much so that people will gather around and say, wow, could it be? Could it be? Could it be that his circumstances have changed? Could it be? Could it be? And then you will say, oh, I met the Lord. I met the Lord. The Lord, God Almighty, He has rescued me. I pray that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. The Lord will rescue you. The Lord will rescue you. He will come through for you. And you will never forget that God can. God can. Never say can't. Never say can't. God can. And I'll tell you again. God can. Be reminded again. The Holy Spirit reminds you of this account from John chapter 2, John chapter 2, and I can't know so well, usually put forward as the first miracle of our Lord, our Lord demonstrated power, power over quality, over quality, uh, do you have in your hand what is not, what is not suitable for the challenge that faces you, is that what you have, I'll tell you, at a wedding in Cana, of Galilee, when the wine ran out, Jesus told the servant, you know, you know the story, his mother had gone to him to say, look, intervene, and he was locked up, but, he, he, but eventually he told his, the servant to fill the sixth pot of wine and take a cupful to the head waiter. And of course, when the waiter tasted the wine, of course, it was discovered to be what? To be the best wine. The best wine, the best wine. And you see, I, I have this prayer that I, that I usually pray. I always tell God, I say, Lord, look at my 
uh, my lack of qualifications, look at my imperfections, look at my weaknesses, and please cover them all with your grace and your mercy and your provision and your providence. And that's a prayer that I commend to you as well. Always go to God with all your weaknesses and your uh, your weaknesses, your imperfections. And say, Lord, these are my weaknesses, these are my imperfections. These are even the ones I know. There are many other weaknesses and imperfections, but Lord, please cover them all with your grace and mercy. And you say, uh, the, the couple of that wedding, those who had invited the guests, uh, they had such weakness and imperfection. In fact, shame was about to uh, to be their Lord, but you know what the Lord did in mercy and in power? He covered their shame, He covered uh, their He covered their their lack, He covered it. God also has power over distance. Did you not demonstrate it? Did you not demonstrate the power over distance when a real official came to Canada to ask Jesus to heal his dying son? He had gone to him to say, Lord, heal my dying son. Of course, the dying son was in Capernaum. It was about 20 miles away from Jesus. 20 miles away from Jesus. But without moving at all, Jesus told him, go back home, your son will live. Go back home, your son will live. And what happened? Tell me, what happened? In Luke 4, what happened? Uh, is it not recorded that the boy was healed from a distance at that same hour? That same hour. But when he eventually got to the house, the man was told that, oh, the, your son, the, the, the man was told, right, that his son became whole at about the same time that Jesus spoke the word of power. I pray that the Lord would demonstrate power over quality at uh, the marriage in Canada, Galilee. We demonstrate power over uh, that that is of not in that not of quality in your hand, that which is not suitable for your purpose, the Lord will make it suitable in the name of Jesus. I pray if your concern is about somebody who is far away, who is far away, I pray in the name of Jesus, that you, that you be reminded this morning that God has power even over distance. He has power over distance and when he speaks the word of power, his word of power will travel around the earth in the name of Jesus. He has power over time. He has power over time. That's what God does. He can, he can redeem the time for you. He can redeem time for you. It does not matter how long it has been. That man by the pool of Bethsaida, he had been there for how long? He had been there for 38 years. 38 years he had been there. He could not take advantage of the of the healing power in that water. He couldn't take advantage of it until Jesus came around. Until Jesus came around. I pray in the name of Jesus that what has been taking you too long. Perhaps people have been saying, look, this is taking too long. You've been at this for so long. I pray the Lord will intervene. He will remind you that he can, that he can abridge time. He can abridge time for you. Uh, that man, he will, perhaps without taking him, maybe another 38 years, to move close to that water, or even perhaps never. But you know what? Uh, the Lord intervened, and he abridged time for him. And of course, you know so well the story of the power of our Lord over quantity. Over quantity, right? Uh, that, uh, at that point, when the crowd... Yes, when, when the Lord ministered to the crowd and they became hungry, was it not only two fish and five small loaves of bread available? And the Lord not bless it, the Lord not bless it so much so that the two fish and the five loaves of bread were enough to feed a crowd of over 5,000 people. 
Oh, that you believe. Oh, that you believe that the Lord God is God. Rehab, Rehab believed that the Lord God is God and the Lord, on account of that, rescued her. I pray you believe and so much so that what you have today, this Monday, the 6th of June, 2022, what you have today that is not enough, the Lord will multiply it. We will multiply it uh, like that widow. Remember the, the story of that widow? What she had never finished during the famine he it never finished the jar of oil did not run dry and the flour uh, was never emptied i pray in the name of jesus that the amount you have today in your account uh, whatever you have today that is not sufficient when you when you juxtapose it with the obligations before you i pray in the name of jesus that the lord will multiply so much so that you wonder and say really 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 how great is our God? How great is our God? He also has power over nature. Uh, could it be the storms of life? Don't forget, he, he rebuked the storms. He rebuked the storms and they were quieted. He rebuked the storm and there was calm. That was calm. That was calm. That was calm. Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. That would be your testimony. That yes, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the reminders this morning we serve you well today, we serve you well this week, we serve you well all days of your life to be reminded that God can, God can, He can rescue, He can provide, He can deliver, and He can change your circumstance. And you know what? It's a good God. He will do it. Listen to this testimony. I pray to be yours as well. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in Him. to depend upon his word yes straight all I've learned to depend upon his word and I pray that that will be your resolution this morning let that be your resolution this morning your resolution this morning to depend upon his word thanks so very much for listening to Motivated by Faith Monday on gospelbearspirit.com you are listening to gospelbellsradio.com the Christian Internet Radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.